There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. We're I wasn't ready to back. Start. What? I wasn't ready to start, but that's fine. You know what? I, I can't wait for you to settle yourself, <laughs> to get your petticoat straight, and to get and sit sideways on your dildo so you can start this I'm show. Smoothing Just my, ram it in and say go. Smoothing my feathers. Smooth. <sighs> my video's behind, but that's shit. okay. It's fine. I'll roll with it. Y'all, welcome to Reality Gaze. Welcome, welcome to Reality Gaze. Part two. Of part two. This season eight, episode uh, ten. Uh, the devils, the devils. Signs of the devil. Sign of the devil. Signs of the devil. When the demons got her, the demons when got the her. The demons got her. The demons <laughs> got her. Don't go that's to the That's a Lalu reference. <laughs> if you don't know, that's a Lalu reference because that show is real fucking good right now. <laughs> I I will Yo, say. Kiana's coming back this week and her and John are going to be and you suck your cock. Um, I want to. I can't wait to get out of prison and suck your cock, John. <laughs> that y'all. That's literally what she said. If you don't, and he's like, oh. If you no. need to feel better about yourself and your choices as an adult, Lalu's for you. Love after lockup or life after lockup. Lalu's for you. And if you just want adulterated trash, um, but weirdly, there's some redeeming stuff, um, like especially Britney's, Britney and Marcelino's journey oh, this season. That's a great um, journey. And uh, as an as an analog, beautiful. Think about marrying millions, which is a complete trash heap, which is unrepentantly Ooh. bad. I can't wait to show that to my dad because we did watch Lalu together, and he just kind of was silent. What's and then you at need one to show point, him Rodney he, with the perns. 
Yeah, I did with the purr, but I showed him John, and John had the girlfriend and Christiana come, and my dad, and I told my dad, yeah, also he's committed like a hundred things of fraud, and then he saw Destiny and Sean, and he was like, fuck, these men are busy, stupid, and busy. Yeah, I don't know what that I meant. I don't know what that means. Um, do we have any announcements before we jump into this? I think we mentioned on the last podcast, we'll go over them quickly, but we want to remind everybody, if you are in the Sissy Squad, we're, we are... Um, uh, we're giving uh all of the, we're doing a fundraising this month for Black Girls Code. It's a it's an organization to uh, inspire and teach uh young black girls about tech and coding, computer coding. It's something we do in the Facebook group. We just started this month, month. Uh, we'll choose a different. And charity. we're going to do once a month. Each month, we're going to have a different charity. So this month, we're doing Black Girls Code. Um, you have to donate directly to the Facebook group. So we're not taking the money ourselves. So if you want to do that, join the Facebook don't group. Pull over. And you can donate to that. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all don't pull over. Something's happening. It was really it was really quiet for like an hour. They just snuck up. Um, so we talked about that. We also want to remind people that um, we still have summer houses coming out. This week, um, this week and though, we we're have... doing the before, like at the very beginning of Summer House, we're going to do like the a little bit of the Southern Charm Secrets Southern Charm episode. Southern Charm Secrets. Um, spoiler alert, y'all! We hear that Madison and Austin are back uh, together. Uh, 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 um, also, we. Um, we are also going to be uh, – we're, there was another thing. Uh, Married Millions, um, and then we have Lalu. Crossover uh, – uh, sorry, Obsessed with Disappeared is going to be on our show next week. Yeah. Are, do they email and that? Ellen. No, we just need to – it's probably going to be next week. It's probably going to be next to, week. We had to we're cancel today out. because uh, it was going to be today, but, but there was some illness. But uh, don't worry. Everyone's fine. Y'all, shout out to our friends. My mom is going through it right now. She called me. I, I said, how are you doing, mom? And she said, it's 58 degrees in my house because we have rolling blackouts in Texas. So Rolling blackouts? Texas. Be- did Texas ever think they would have rolling blackouts? The, the entire state. My my Her boyfriend, Rodney, who gets most of his news from Breitbart, said it's because oh, Texas uses wind power and all the wind turbines are frozen. I don't know if that's what? true. Come at me. I don't know, but I know he doesn't like solar or wind energy because that's a, that's a that's a liberal energy, as he says. How? So I'm I like, I don't think energy is political. Was, I didn't know energy was liberal or conservative. Well, you know, apparently we, there's a Democratic vodka now, too. So, y'all, don't politicize things that aren't political. Energy's <laughs> energy is um, energy. But I don't know if that's the reason, but I think it's just because people are using the grid. But Yeah, I everyone's know. popped their so, feet up so much. If that's true, don't yell at me. Say he's right, and I just say, "Oh, by the way, he is right." Send me an article because I just don't. As my sister-in-law says, "Who is a Republican?" Uh, she says Rodney makes up his own facts. It's true. It's true. But anyway, um, y'all. So uh, I th- we are sending our hearts out to our Texas sissies, and some in Oklahoma actually, and I think in some other states as well. Did you hear there was a snow a, a snow NATO? No. I didn't know there was such a thing. It was so cold with the weather. There was a tornado of snow in Texas. Wow. So, like, it's bonkers out there. Please be safe. Climate change is a a fanciful fraud. I know. That's what my boyfriend said. Um, And my mother-in-law. Why why climate change? Because global warming. What a hoax, right? 
God. It's true. So y'all, we, but regardless, we, our hearts go out to you. And if you are listening right now in those areas and you're using that bit of power to listen to this show, we hope that we can help you turn your brain off for an hour and just have some fun making fun of these if ridiculous people. If you're using the little bit of power, God damn it. Don't pull over. Don't pull over again. If, if you're using a little bit of power you have to listen to us, turn us off. <laughs> You could, you're 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 deep in it yeah, now. Yeah, you need. You need you're feed deep your family. <laughs> feed your family. Unless, feed your family. Unless you need us for some type of sanity, as some of you have said, which makes no sense to me because I think we're both pretty insane. Um, but that's true. That's so very true. Slam. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to oh, clear. God. It. Did you take a Mucinex? Yes, I took one today. Can we get our show sponsored by Mucinex, right? please? That Mucinex, please. We'll have as a guest star that Mucinex germ. <laughs> hey, hey, I need a, get it. Not you. <clears throat> that was too much like porn granny for me. So don't do that. Nope. <laughs> granny, do like this. <laughs> this. This is a little lower. <clears throat> oh, I can't use that. Okay. Shall we jump in? I'm begging for it. It's too easy. It's too easy. Uh, Joby and Yara, y'all. I'm right? drinking a blue moon light sky, and it is good. I'm I'm sticking with vodka. 95 calories. Y'all, Jovi and Yara. Jovi. Jovi. Jovi and Yara. Um, We're going to the bayou, Shaw. We're going to the bayou. Y'all, February 14th. Gumbo. Get your side of cool going. We're going to down to the bayou. Saturday night in the moon and down. Head on up. We're going to have some blue down. We're going to have some and do a sausage. You're going to listen to Bon Ton Rulé. We're going to have a fade do <laughs> Okay. Saying all the Cajun phrases that like... I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, February 14th, 2021, 90 Day Fiance. This is the episode where I will, I might regret this, but I'm going to say this now. I'm a Yara stan oh, me too. until I've I been, die. Been, until I die. I've, been, I've always liked her. I've been, she's been my favorite since day one. <laughs> yeah, I've liked her. But after this episode, oh. I'm like, I'm forever a oh, fan. I'm a huge fan. She's my favorite person on forever. the <laughs> Mostly because she says I love to her. Joey, she's like, you're so stupid. Um, stupid and, Joffy. but she says it in such a way that has so so much venom in it. And if he if he was just if Joby was kind of a nice person and a good person, I'd probably feel sorry for him. But that's the way because she would say this to somebody. And it, like, anyone. it's kind of like that's the way they talk to each other. And it's weird because yeah, it's interesting because she says she'll say things like this is ugly, blah blah blah, and that's the way. Then he takes it farther, and the way he talks to her, there's a talking kind of down quality that really bothers uh-huh. me. But for some reason, I'm not bothered by the way she talks to him, and I don't. And I think maybe I should be. I, I think I I am bothered how she speaks yeah. to him. It is there's a difference of being blunt and then sometimes being mean and antagonistic. Yeah, and she does line. she does do that to him. Um, but he's just shitty to her. He, he's so but he's just to way her. shittier. Yeah. And she, yeah. y'all, Yara's yeah. a fucking queen. She's not having any of this garbage. None. Um, she's holding it together. She's got her little blazer on her on her thing. She's walking through there like a goddamn uh, uh, Pan Am stewardess. She's great. Uh, um, they called them stewardesses so back then. Unfortunately, now it's flight attendants. Unfortunately. 
So Joe Vignar, they are on the way. They are in a van headed towards their engagement party. And he doesn't drive because he needs to drink. Exactly. <laughs> and <clears throat> exactly. Um, Jovi hasn't told his parents that they're pregnant. Um, he's not going to right now. He wants to wait a few more weeks until things calm down. Yeah. And we're going to meet y'all. The first person we do meet is Monty. Pear, pear, pear Jovi. We're going to meet Pear Jovi. Papa Jovi. He's just the same job as Jovi. He got on the all rig. None of these people <laughs> speak like this. Like none they of might these They might as people. well, I chop. don't know. I don't know where you're getting this. Um, I, you're just you're but not now, hearing it correctly. Sure. Um, as well as a million other people that watch the show. Um, but mom says, they're on the way, and mom says, I haven't been honest with her. It's not a small party. It's going to be like 50 or 60 oh, she's people. We'll hate see. This. <laughs> oh, I'm a good mom. She's shitty. She's, she's shitty. She's gross. Dad is shitty. I don't like her. Daddy Joey is shitty. You know shitty. what? I kind of I kind of thought dad was kind of cute. No, you're you know? wrong. I was like, you're wrong. Well, no. No, listen. Would you let me finish? <laughs> I kind of think dad is kind of cute until he opened you his know, mouth. Your standards are just skewed. I, I don't know what to do anymore. Well, he's got a nice body. It'd be more like if you put like an eyes wide shut face on. <laughs> I don't just, I just, I question. This is the same person who wanted to fuck Daddy Plath. So I, I just don't hey, think, I think everything is wrong with I your still sensors. think he would be kind of, I still think Daddy Plath would be like, no! have a ball gag. I think he'd have a ball gag in my mouth and you're, just be fucking freaky. You're so. He does have a big penis. Every, Tell me he doesn't. Yeah, but you have to look at that weird, like, like freaky oh, weird yeah. scientist face staring at you. Oh yeah, there's a part of myself that needs to be punished, and I, that's why I would I know, fuck him. I want to like, I want to work with you on. I just want to work with you on raising your standards. No, I just think it's like the shadow <laughs> self. You know, it's like this part of me that's just like wants to be destroy bad. me. Yeah, a little bit. I don't really want that when I think about it. But there's just that part that's in there. You need to fucking process that. Well. I have. <laughs> uh, keep that's keep what on. That's why I feel it's okay with it. Not done yet. Um, no, it's not good to deny these things. It's fine to say, "Hey, this is a part of myself. I don't really want to do it when I think about it, but it's a part of me." It's okay to say. Um, it's just that I need to call it out for the the blasphemy it is <laughs> when you say it. Ooh. Um. So basically, you guys, uh, uh, Yara's talking about New Orleans and how she hates. Uh, she's like, I hate New Orleans. Being without Jovi is boring. And 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 Papa Jovi is like, well, y'all, I done seen some pictures of you. You you done just what? you done just traipsing all over New Orleans in your bikini bathing suit. I've been seeing the pictures on the Insta 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 Instagram. Well, it it sounded, you know, she said, I don't feel comfortable walking around parts of New Orleans. And when the dad said, yeah, I agree with that, I went, oh, good. Dad's like supportive of her. And then he started saying his reasons. And then he just kind of like slut-shames her went, for about a minute. I went, oh, yeah, let's just completely slut-shame Yara. I, like, I don't I don't know. if Does he think she... She looks impeccable every time we've seen exactly. her. Exactly. Does, does he think she walks around... Wearing in a, bikini, in a bikini, like on Bourbon Street, that they wear and fucking like y'all. Well, he's an the thing idiot. is Yara. If you're gonna wear, if you're gonna dress like that, you deserve everything you get. 
Boy, that's the what misogyny like. doesn't fall far yeah. from this tree. He's an asshole. Blah blah blah. And that's what I love Case about Yara is that she's like, I wear. She's like, I just wear sexy clothes on the island. She was like, I have good she taste. Goes, I dress, I dress, how, dress I like. how I like. I enjoyed that. No, I like her so much. I think I'm going to follow her. And we don't follow a lot of these people. I think, on I, are, I, think I already personally follow her on Instagram. I think she's the only one. <laughs> Wow, you're such a follower. Uh, she's the only one I follow. I'm terrible about following people. Wow, I'm glad you bow down to her. Not really. <laughs> Do you know me? You you can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> I'm just goading you. Um, oh well, it gets better though because Joby's mom's like, "Did you ever think you would be in America?" And Joby just jumps right in. Yeah, that was her dream like, to this live was in America. Never my dream. This was she never was my like, dream. Nope, not my dream. Yep. And Jovi's like, yeah, everybody wants to come everyone here. Wants, everyone, wants to come goes, to, everyone in Ukraine wants to come to America. Uh, and, you know, and she's like, why are you saying, why are you saying everyone No, in my favorite part is when she said, oh, Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> she says, and then her mom's like, well, I hear, well, I hear, that the everybody in the, U, the Ukrainian women just want to get to America because they, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to catch a man. And she's like, no, those are stereotypes. That's like when everyone says all Americans are stupid. <laughs> Silence. Silence. And I screamed. I screamed. I did too. My dad was like, Matt, what's happening? I said, nothing, Dad. <laughs> he's just rolling his eyes. Just more gay stuff. But, no, just more gay stuff, Daddy. It's fine. Um, it was it was one of the quickest and most subtle and effective takedowns we've seen She's on 90 Day Fiance. She's a fucking queen. I fucking loved it. She's a fucking queen. I love her. Anyway, but she basically says, like, yeah, it's not true. And she then she says, you know, I want to travel around. Um, I want to travel around the world. I want to travel around, uh, you know, and I want to go live somewhere else. And I realized TLC, just give Yara a show where she travels around the country and, and reads Americans and judges people's style for being basic of Americans. <laughs> That's I would watch that show in a fucking second. I would be I would love to co-host it with her. We just go in and say she's like, because you know, she you know, she's got tons of gay friends. Oh, for sure. But I think it kind of needs to be a Ukrainian gay. It does. It, you're right. Could it be just me really playing does. a Ukrainian gay? Just talking like the- Okay, that I'm that I'm okay with. <laughs> Wearing like a big Moscow fur hat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And walking into <laughs> Why okay, just stop. Just stop. Um so she she basically says that she would like to live like in Budapest. In Budapest it's interesting. She that's would, near her she mom. Would live, yeah, she said she would like to live, live near her mom. And I like how mom and dad are completely dismissive of her life yep. and her opinions because they would think, why would she want to live somewhere else besides it's, America? It's even worse than that. When you think about she – this is this is, this is is what, what kind, of, like, kind of hit me like a ton of bricks is – Jovi's job is traveling, so they could live anywhere. Anywhere. It wouldn't matter. So they could live anywhere, and then the parent, the parents hardly see him anyway. So I, they see him, so it wouldn't change anything if they moved to Budapest. He would just go there, take the baby, and see them. It would be like things are now. 
Yeah. The thing is, they don't they don't want to relinquish control over him because Mama Jovi's got some kind of sick um obsession with her fucking son, and she's gonna oh. fight whoever whoever woman wants to take her. And that's the thing. None of their arguments held water. And I was like, Yara moved all the way without her family. And you have a problem with her, with them, with them wanting to live somewhere else. It made no sense to me. They're not even going to see Jovi like once every month or so. Exactly. I would love for them to move to Budapest. And then that's the, they do like a play on the other way. And then we just see Jovi living in a European country and Yara just reading him. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Oh, Um, I would like it. So anyway, basically uh, they're talking mama, mama and Papa Joey is like, shall she going to take him away? They're going to take him away. This is concerning. For I don't me. want him Joey's living in cuisine. dot, dot, dot Europe. Europe. <laughs> God forbid we live says, in Europe. God what forbid. a dirty godless place it is. But you know, again, this is, they don't know that there's a baby yet, but this is a little too, it's a little too soon yeah. for this y'all. A little too soon. That's what Joby says. So, uh, and next, we go into a crawfish bowl. We go into a crawfish bowl. We're going to get a little um, yap, line yap of a crawfish line yap. So, y'all, they're driving in the car, and it's Joby's parents, and Joby's in the back, and he's talking. This is before they get to the crawfish bar- barrel. Do we, crawfish do we lock boil. up everything? Do we lock up all the, all the, all the belongings? I know. That I was so gross. That was so pen. gross. I put, I, I was like, Y'all, they were. If you didn't watch, they were insinuating that Yard would fucking steal shit from their house while. And then gone. they said, "Wait, are my car keys there?" And it felt like they were trapping her at the house, and it felt yes, really it gross. gross. And there, there are parts of Ninety Day Fiance, you guys, where there is like a part in my when sometimes a cast member says something that's so dehumanizing to another cast member that my stomach kind of falls. That's what it felt like. Rare, it ha- it happens like once or twice an episode, like with Brandon's parents, uh, yeah. things like that. Or that's a continuous yeah. stomach drop. Or when Stephanie talks about uh, to Ryan, um, uh, your mother was not grateful to me for the money I gave her, so I wanted save it. Back. it, save it. Anyway, it was gross. Uh, it was gross. So. Turns anyway. out Cajun yeah. uh Cajun douche meeting that they're having. And that, I will say that crawfish look good that they were putting in there. Makes me I it did look good. Yep. I miss crawfish boils. I just want to say that they're saying this about Yara when she's at home sleeping because she's with child and exhausted. And that's true. Y'all they don't know that first they don't know pregnant, that though. Jovi does. But. I know, but I hope they feel like shit when they watch this. Yeah. Y'all, because women when they first get pregnant are fucking exhausted. Why am I saying? There's like, most of our listeners are women. But There's no, like four we, straight we, guys that are we, like, what? They get tired? Y'all, they do. They're growing life. We know that. But on their the body. only person you can hold who, responsible for that is Joby. You don't, the parents don't know I know, know that. but I hope when the parents see this, they feel shitty. Okay, but that's, that's retroactive blame for something. I know, but I want them to feel shitty because they're hell horrible. Oh, but but they didn't, They. I'm saying there's a lot more to blame them for than I know, feeling but I bad. Can't, can I <laughs> want them to feel shitty? Um, I don't know if that's the most productive thing to feel. Let's move on to this gay porn <laughs> meeting. Y'all, 
There's guys. Ooh. Nobody's wearing a backwards hat. The, I don't and everyone's so. wearing sunglasses, which pissed me off. Um, they're all taking, sometimes around their neck. They're all taking bets on how long the marriage of Joby and Yar is going to last, which is ugh. Um, gross. And yeah, who does that? Like, who and they're does like, that? you out every night clubbing, bunch of Jovi. They're having the, you're having the Jovi ways. One did say married, like a Cajun. When you get married. Listen, I fucked a lot of Cajun boys, so. <laughs> you did. You I'm did just, fuck a I'm lot just, of. I'm, I'm exaggerating what's there. What were they like in bed? Good. Unless they were drunk. <laughs> Which, that was like three-fourths of the time. Um, <laughs> what was good about it? Um, They're pretty passionate. The one thing I will oh, say about okay. Cajun men, there's a, there's a sense of humor and a joy of living life that you will, occasion people in general, that you will rarely find outside in this country. It's, it's like, I'm just, I'm just like savoring life. I feel like, and maybe there was just, but I had that feeling, I know it's different, but when I visited New Orleans, I had that feeling in the city yeah. of just the savoring life. Yeah. That's, well, there's a that huge thing. Cajun culture, but that's also Creole and Italian culture. It's every it's every nihilistic culture <laughs> um, enjoys that. Yeah. It's the opposite of like uh, uh, kind of repressed German thought or British thought of how life works. Uh, but anyway, so. I bet you, wow, you really fucked your way across Europe. Yeah. I can. Good for you. <laughs> Bitch, I'm not Good done. For you. <laughs> She's the, going back. The Poodle Comeback Tour is happening in 2022. I'm Ooh. going back <laughs> where I can be me. Uh, I love it that I taught you that song and you still, you don't know anything else about it except for. <laughs> to the European Union. Fucking company. Yes. That's from Bells Are Ringing. Judy Holiday. Yeah, it's true. Judy got So, okay. So they're at, they're, so they're all, yeah, they're all taking these bets. And finally one says, it's even like one of his friends says, so how long does she have to be here before, um, after you, how long do you have to be married before she can get divorced and stay here? And Jovi says three years. And then friend says, okay, then it's going to be three years in one, in one month. Um, so, she, uh, they're talking about, she's like, she continues to hate America. And the boys are like, why would anybody hate America? It's the best why? place. Why? Why? And they ask the dad, do you like Yara? And dad is just silent. Ugh. And they even say, well, that says a lot. And he's like, well, I'm just bothered. She wants to live in, in another country besides the That's United States. That's not why he's bothered. He's bothered because Joby did not find a girl from a, C- a nice Cajun girl or a girl from Louisiana to marry. That's problem one. Pro- he would be the same. I think he would be the same way if Joby met a girl who's from New York City. Yeah, but he would, he would, not maybe he would same, understand that a little more. He would not. Th- this is the problem with mom would like this it is at the all. Problem with insular cultures, you guys. It, it's really hard to, to accept anyone from the outside. Yeah, do a lot of Cajun people travel culturally? Uh, no? no. Do we know? No, they stay there. Everyone stays there. Y'all, as we said before, 
travel, 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 get out of your bubble. It changes your perspective. Why do the wrong people travel, travel, travel when the right people stay at home? It's Cole Porter. Too. What musical is that from? Or is it Cole Porter or No Coward? It's one of the one of the. I don't know. Maybe fifty million Frenchmen. All those Cole Porter Porter shows. Mm-hmm. I just said Cole Porter. <laughs> <laughs> you, we've got to. We've got to get you laid. We've got to. I know. Get you I, need laid. To, I need to because if I'm come if on I'm, CDC, get out those vaccines. If I'm spouting off uh, about obscure Cole Porter. Uh, musicals, I need to get fucked bad. You need to get fucked badly. <laughs> I just said 50 million Frenchmen. <laughs> <sighs> no one knows what that no, means, No, it's, it's a forgettable musical that no one cares about. I did about. see California is being better about their vaccinations. They're bumping up their percentages. Yeah, we are. Um, uh, it's still There's, there's still not a, enough vaccine for because the states are trying to vaccine vaccinate people. You know, we're, we're still, there's still need. So, you know, Oklahoma's really doing a lot. Well, but it has smaller population. Yeah, and so yeah, it's easier. Right. Um, okay, let's. So where are we? So they had the party. They're 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 getting then, ready to go with the, oh, the crawfish bowl. Then they're getting ready party. to go to the engagement. Go party. to the engagement party, and she's looking she gorgeous like, in this dress. It's like she looks she gorgeous. Uh, face beat, hair is laid, and she looks at Jovi. She says. Your hair looks like crap. He's like, I know, I know, it. doesn't it? Um, and that's that's yeah. how that's how when they talk to each other and it kind of works. Um, but there's there's a way he takes it too far, and so does she. So and does she. They, I. They don't know when to stop. I bet and you th- when they're by their, themselves and not and not pressured. I bet they're fine, but it's the pressure of. It's pressure of being in this kind of crucible of needing to get married. And when they're on, when they're on like their own vacations, they're fine. That's the thing with bang trips, y'all. It, it's, it's all great. Um, however, there is a spoiler. Should we say it? Um, no, we don't talk about spoilers on this show. Okay, people can listen fine. to our Linda. No, people could. No, was, I don't want to give spoilers sorry, away. It was everywhere, but that's okay. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> Radio, they're gonna tell a spoiler. <laughs> There's Carl Wives out there. If you want to look up spoilers of Joby and Yara, you, there was a big spoiler you can do posted that. today. Or you you can, can go to Reddit and find it. I think it's on Melanated Way. I think it's on her uh, I, Instagram. I saw it on Reddit, but I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So you can go see big spoilers about Joby and Yara. So, um, but anyway, so they're they're kind of going at each other, and then, but then, cause see. The problem is when you tease somebody like that with little digs, there's something underneath it. Yeah. I always believe it is. Even if people say, that's just my personality. No, that means you're actually an angry person and you need to deal with shit because this isn't a healthy way to treat anyone. Why are you, why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That hit a nerve. Are you coming for me? <laughs> I what was are you not. trying to say? <laughs> So, but because Jovi, Yara starts, she, she fixes his hair and then it? while she's fixing she's her, fixing, she's what? fixing his, her, his hair almost lovingly. It's, it's weird. It, I thought at first it was sweet and I went, this is a great little moment. And then she basically says, Yara says, cause she can't leave well enough alone. She's like, well, and you forgot to bring me food. Right. Oh, she's a fucking and princess. And this is the kind of stuff that, 
This is the stuff that Yara does that's not fair to Jovi. Is Jovi said, I did bring you back food. Like, I would, unless I asked, I would not expect my boyfriend. And my boyfriend said, hey, I'm going to go have a steak dinner right now. I would think if he brought me food back, it would be from a steakhouse. Now, if I wanted Mexican food, I feel like I should tell him, hey, can you stop and get Mexican food? And Yara is that person where she does expect Jovi to read read her mind. mind. And that's, I think that's a lot of youth. As we get older, we realize, and I think that's also just, I love Yara, but y'all, she's self-absorbed. She wants to be the princess. And you know she wants to be even on the yeah even on the way there. It's like you're just looking at the way you get a look. Man and she's who like, wants I to like the princess, and you'll be fine. Yeah, who I who, I still say who do you think would be this is I still say this whole storyline is overindulged. Who do you think Yara would be a good match with on Ninety Day Fiance that we've seen that we did this game with Linda? But who do you think for Linda or for Yara? <laughs> um. I think someone like this is this is gross, um, but uh, someone like Mark from season three, <laughs> who has money with the pianos, uh, oh, or Michael, gross, yeah, um, from Michael and Juliana. Oh, I can see Michael and Juliana. Um, so you see her like with an older, rich guy, yeah. not like a young kid like Jovi. But maybe she wants a hotter guy. But there's something childish about Yara that, well, I don't know, maybe, but yeah, maybe I could see that. I could definitely see, I could definitely see Mark. Yep. I think she's acting for the cameras. Maybe. I do. Um, so anyway, Joby, she wants to tell the parents about the baby and Joby doesn't want to. And then they're fighting in the car and she tells him to shut up. Calling him an alcoholic. (laughs) And, that you're drinking all that, the time. And that is and that that does that 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 grates on him. And you know what? He's bombed already, y'all. He's had like probably eight or ten beers. He actually said, I've only had like five beers He's today. Bombed. And I'm like, who the fuck has five yeah. beers throughout the day? And y'all, people that drink lie about how much they drink. Mm-hmm. He's probably had ten. Yeah, that's what I was, that's why I said he's had ten, like eight or ten beers. Little, how many vodkas have you had? This today? is my first one. <laughs> Promise! Wow. wow, already lying. <laughs> I, no, if I was if I was if I had a second one, you'd hear me slurring. <sighs> it's on the tape, y'all. It's on the tape. And then Yara says something that's pretty hurtful. She says, "If I wasn't pregnant, I would already be in the Ukraine." Mm. Um, that's rough. I still think this. Storylines being really blown up. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have about them. Me too. Um, Y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back right after a word from our sponsor. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the 
song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope, keep going queens. So hungry, so hungry. So beautiful food, Zied. So beautiful food. So beautiful. Y'all. She needs to stop that shit. She well, needs to stop doing that. It is like it is like when you are teaching your children to speak English, and if you speak incorrect English, you mean, then that's what they learn. Yeah, but at the same time, you can emphasize words it's without also kind having of their brand, though. What? It's kind of their brand, though. Like, does, no, don't you, I don't accept don't that. You think, don't you think Ziad needs to sell sh- T-shirts that say "So Beautiful"? He can, and maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to tie into. But it sounds like she's like some kind of dite moi. Uh, it turns into like some type of King and I, a little bit. Don't pull don't over, pull over. Again, y'all. <laughs> goodness, those poor people. There's three. Oh goodness. Um. I need so, to move. <laughs> you do. I um, love my apartment, y'all. I just wish I could put it somewhere else so there weren't as many fucking fire trucks and ambulances. It, it if you just move three blocks in, you know what? It wouldn't. It wasn't like it wasn't as bad as before COVID. To be honest, that sounds awful, but it's true. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, there's a little bit before. It's not much, but Ziad's talking to his niece. He's been in America for his week. A week. 
Uh, Sister's kind of upset that his family didn't accept him. Okay. But then we kind of have this cute moment where Rebecca and Zied, she got him fake tattoos. And his face at first when she said, Zied, I got you tattoos. Did you see his face was like, what? Yeah. Like she actually is going to get him a real tattoo. It's, it's cute. My, what I wrote I do love was, them together. how about a motherfucking chair before tattoos? <laughs> well, in the apartment. But those tattoos were $2. I know. And a chair is a lot of money. You could go to the Goodwill and buy a chair for $20. They um, didn't show the whole apartment, so we don't know. what's The kitchen looked like it had more things. The only place to sit is that shopping cart. <laughs> well, but she said, and we'll find out this out later, Zied needs to go get some things from I, I the know, storage I know. I get it. I get it. And they I, don't have a truck. I wonder how they're going to find a truck. I just feel like all of this was a little ill-planned. Um, that's Rebecca. Rebecca does things last, kind of not last minute, but she procrastinates. We he's, said this. This he's is Rebecca. Sitting Classic that, Rebecca. He's just sitting in that unfurnished apartment, playing that Xbox that she bought him at the Blockbuster <laughs> with that with that salesperson who read her for Phil. <laughs> oh, I need to talk to that girl. Oh, uh, uh, but I I find I I feel I feel bad for him because. He, in a way, he doesn't know what to do because he's still a little bit, he's kind of a mama's boy and he was always taken care of by his family. And so now he's just moved on from one mama kind of to another and well, she tells him what to do. Possibly so, that's what he wanted though. So, I, I'm not saying he didn't want it. I'm saying I feel for him because he, he doesn't really have a lot of purpose. But I, I, I think there is that though what he wants. And it, are you upset by that? Cause that's what you wouldn't want. No, I'm not because upset I'm, by it. Yeah, we're not upset, but I like you point that out. Yeah, like I'm, as a, ooh, that's I'm, problematic. I'm, that might not be. Pro- Maybe it is, but Zied probably likes that. He he does, and I'm I'm not saying there's a lot wrong with that. He wants to do HVAC, and he already has his. He was okay. going to school for it, but he can't. Yes. We'll put it this way. Like the flip side of that, do you think Zied? This is a legitimate question. Um, do you think Zied would flourish in a relationship where he was in charge? I don't know because we have not yet to see Zied interact in a language he feels comfortable in. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, That's a very good point. Uh, with his sister, he seemed like he was he was pretty uh, cogent in his communication. But it did. It did seem like the sister was kind of more in charge than he. I think he's the baby, and I think they've so I always think provided just, for him. I yeah. think he's just enacting a role with Rebecca that he probably feels very comfortable in. Yeah, I just I I. But you can feel him him saying like you know he doesn't know what to do. He so he's playing Xbox. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do. But I mean, I think you know it's um, it's like you know if. I don't want someone to hoist me in a leather sling until I um, almost can't breathe and f- and throw hot butter on me. But, you know, Poodle, if that's what you like, <laughs> I'm not going to judge it. I, you know, I do not like <laughs> hot butter thrown on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Coconut oil because you're organic. There we go. There we go. I was going to have a problem with the animal product. <laughs> And, and the temperature of the butter. 
And butter's fattening. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> die. Whereas Natalie says, oh, butter. Oh, butter. butter. Um, so no, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, he's they, doing nothing. Yeah, and they are, they're going to dinner next. And Re- that's when Rebecca says, so beautiful food. Oh, they um, go to, she's like, it's so funny. She's like, this place is really good. That has a really amazing food. Now, and then we get in and it has those plastic <laughs> Pepsi cups. And I just see them putting ranch dressing on their salads. I mean. And because it's Pizza Inn. It looks like Pizza Inn. God, I it miss does, Pizza right? Inn. I want me some dessert right now. Some <laughs> chocolate chip dessert. Wait, they, I think they discontinued the apple cinnamon dessert. Was it really called dessert? Yes, dessert. P i z z e r t. Dessert pizza. Dessert. <laughs> oh, we had our Pizza Inn in Pickens was owned by a man named Millage Castle. Um, That's my- a name. <laughs> Wow. Millage Castle. Millage Castle. What did he talk like? He kind of talked like this. Um, <laughs> but my my mother used to date him. Uh, <gasps> and then, and then, so my, and then he married a woman who was, let's say, not as pretty as my mother. And oh, no. my, my mother's like, yeah, he never really got over me. And my father was, my father always says, oh, he would always hate that when my mother would talk about people she dated before. Um, and my mother, my mother said, "Oh, that old ugly Linda Castle," and it's almost like she resented the woman Millage Castle chose over her, <laughs> which I can kind of understand now. <laughs> now that I'm kind of there, you're the same way. I'm the same way because I resent the ugly boyfriends that my exes have chosen. Even though you broke up with them and broke yes. some of their hearts. And I will say two of them have chosen this is this has happened to me. It's happened to me at least twice, maybe three times. No, I've shown you the picture. And it happened to me. It's, they chose they they choose lookalikes. It's kind of fucked up. Okay. Two of them have looked like you. <laughs> One you were like, doesn't he look like me? And I was like, Poodle, that's a Latin man. That looks nothing <laughs> like you. And you're like, Yeah, it does. Two, but like, you're right. Two of them have. I'm, I'm, stretching, have, it. I'm stretching it to the, say three. The other one did not. Yeah. But there was one who looked like one. There was one guy, CEO, the guy in New York. He did. That guy does have his boyfriend does have the same kind of crystal queer, clear, crystal clear, but crystal no, clear aqua color. He has the same color eyes that you have. He looked like a younger version of me, which was even more fucked up. But more upsetting. But literally yeah. the same eye color. Yeah. And the same kind of face. It was weird. Um, Even almost prettier, the depth in his eyes. We're going to move on, you <laughs> asshole. He's an idiot, though. Um, so, By the way, y'all, we called him CEO because it was a motherfucking CEO. So again, he was the CEO of a company, and I Jake wouldn't have to live on a ratchet street in Los Angeles hearing that was cars the guy go I, by. That was the guy I fucked in the back of, back of uh, Matthew's Matt, car. Call Matthew's car. <laughs> I fucked the guy in your car? Call back. So my roommate had sex in my car? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, oh. that poor Nissan Altima smelled like that old feet and cum. some shit. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. Um, the horrors that car has seen. The horrors. Me face down and going. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Wow. <laughs> oh, thank God this is my a live face. show. <laughs> you don't want to see that face. So 
anyway, it's like so- I just saw Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so they're kind of they're there with Tiffany and Micah and some friends. Like, looks some like friends. some some kind of who I would call like Whitey. <laughs> yeah. Some some friend of the size, like Gorsh. What we gonna do now? We gonna Logan do? Now, y'all, if you're not from the South or Oklahoma, Texas area, which is not really the South, but whatever. If you're not from that part of the country, you're going to think that Rebecca wears too much makeup. And you're going to think that Rebecca's daughter wears too much makeup. Y'all, it's where normal. I'm from, <laughs> all, and like that blonde girl, Hannah, this is what women look like when they go out where she I'm from. She was painted up. And, and she looked she looked kind of like people who I grew up with. I did say, I don't know if you noticed this, Rebecca had a Tiffany shirt on. Tiffany from Tiffany and Ronald. She did have a shoulders. She got her McGee shoulders. Shirt. She got her, got her shoulders, shoulders on. Y'all, if Tiffany hasn't come out with that shoulder line of shirts, oh, she's please. missing a branding opportunity. It was a little rough because I understood Rebecca's urge to kind of show off Zied and her urge to kind of look good. And that shirt and the outfit kind of was way dressier than anybody else, even what Zied was wearing. Well, but she. She wants to look good. She points this out. She's with younger people. Yeah. Um, so she, y'all, it bothers me. That's, I think that's why we, I think that's what makes Rebecca lovable and also drives me insane is it was like with the filters. She is beautiful. She's a beautiful woman just yeah, on her own. She has to keep changing. And she's using these filters. And so now it's like, what are the other roadblocks that Rebecca's going to keep putting up to, to, uh, to, so she doesn't have to feel or look at her insecurity. Right. When we all see her, it's like she's beautiful, smart, funny. She is a funny part. Like out of all the 90 Day Fiance people, she's like top three for me of people I'd want to hang out with. I agree. I, I you but know, I, don't I, think she I, sees I mentioned that. Tiffany. I think I'd have a lot of fun with Tiffany. Yeah, I'd like um, Tiffany too. Uh, even though we've shit talked her. <laughs> We have, but but I think we've mostly considered about how she is, how she behaves in a crisis. We just how don't she, care for Ronald. We don't. Yeah, we don't. So I think that's it. Um, there's a lot of people in the nine day history who I'd kind of want to hang out there with. There is, but I'm mostly saying re- on the earlier seasons. <laughs> but no, but I'm saying Rebecca is like one of the t- of the all those people. I She's agree. like top the, three for the, me. I would have the, a good time. Of the, especially the, of the most recent. Uh, I see people. a lot of like just great qualities with her. And I think she, Remember she, when she feels, basically fought Angela and we're like, oh, Rebecca yes. is tall. Y'all like, Rebecca is tall. Oh, that was so good. But I think Rebecca, she gets in these, which we all, I think that's why we relate to her. Cause we all get in these situations, even Poodle and myself do, where we feel confident in who we are. And then you get thrown into a situation where you feel like the odd person out. And suddenly yeah. all those demons creep up on you and are whispering in your ear that you're not enough. And that's literally what we see with Rebecca. She's, she is relatable in that way. I agree yeah. with you. Um, so all she's trying to chewing on that cheek. Oh, she she, she chewed a she hole was- in that cheek this time. <laughs> she did. She she's did. sitting there worrying about Rebecca. Uh, now this is a, mm. this is a thing. I don't want to go into this too much, but when did it become okay? That everyone in your family has to be head over heels in love with your fiance. She is trying so hard to have 
people, your friends, your family. And there's this weird 90 Day Fiance thing that like all my friends have to like this person. Everyone has to uh, 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 um, approve of this person. And I just don't know how real world that is. I think some of it has to deal with um, producers pushing that. Me too. A, I think so. I think line. that is a thing. However, I think with someone like Rebecca, I think she, what people think of her, she still cares a lot about. I agree. Um, and I think I, especially her daughter, Tiffany. Yeah. And I think that that's just hard for Rebecca to let go. Because, y'all, the best gift – uh, you know, you can learn for yourself. Poodle and I really, I, I definitely, we've talked about this and it's really been a great lesson for me. Like this last um, kind of last two years, honestly, in doing this show and like putting ourselves out there and it, and people like, if people love us, great. If they hate us, great. What great. you think of us is none of our business. And we're going to try if, to be most authentically ourselves. And, but that takes a place of, you know, I, I, I honestly think if Jake and I weren't gay, we wouldn't be as far along in that process. No, I would be, you know, I'd be a lot more shut down. I remember studying this, like queer people deal with trauma. We deal with bigger life things. Usually, I don't know about younger queer people now because e coming out is getting easier, but we just deal with things th and we have to go in and let go of gotta, what gotta people work think on of your us shit. early. Yeah, and I we said we said this all the time on the show, and I, I I think Rebecca might listen. I just want to say to Rebecca, honey, just drop the fucks, yeah. drop the fucks. You're a good person. You you're, try to do good things in this world. You're Remember gorgeous. When she like helped you're that gorgeous. She was talking on Instagram and she raised that money for like a yeah. she, like she that person was homeless. Like she's a great gorgeous person inside and out. Honey, who gives a care if they don't like Ziad? He's hot, and you're getting Tunisian Dick Riviera Dick. Yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you're right. It's about it's about her standing for it and going. You know what? I'm not going to wait for you to weigh in with your opinion. Doesn't matter. Exactly. That, um, you know, there's like now, y'all. If there's all of your friends, <laughs> all of your family. <laughs> hate the person Go. you're dating they're telling you i think this person's bad for you that's a different story that's a different we're not story. getting that um if you're dating jeffrey and you're everybody's like uh he seems gay and seems like a, an abuser y'all um, anybody with nipple tattoos around their ugh, nipples like that fire tats run um so i want to i want to just talk about the uh Micah's like, so hey, you hey, you liking America yet? You liking the the land is of the free and the is, home of the brave? Is your olive oil, olive oil, Micah, <laughs> oil? Um, so he uh uh, and Micah's like, you know, he's been in a new country, he really doesn't know what he's doing, and uh, and they they basically Ziad says something about if you kiss on the lips in Tunisia, it's six months in jail. Um, and they all think that's hysterical and primitive. And why would that? Oh, and then and, and th that's crazy talk. Can you imagine what they do when one of their friends got caught like jerking it outside a stadium? Or can you imagine if you were at a gay bar and your friend said he's going to sleep with the guy's straight friend. So he makes out with the gay guy on the table on the patio in front of everybody. And he puts his hands down in your friend's pants. Lock me up. <laughs> Lock me up, throw away the key. I'm just ooh, a prisoner ooh, of love. Y'all, because that was poodle. Now, see, <laughs> yes, it was a little bit of like, oh, my God, look at this culture. I didn't mind this, though, because Zied was laughing with them, and it almost sounded like a little bit of kind of 
bonding. A little. I just I I hate exoticism like that. But yes, I'm it trying is exoticism. to other it. I don't I don't want them to other it. It just feels gross. It, what, laughing at it. If they would have been more like, "What is your culture like?" Da, 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 and they responded yeah. with, "Oh my gosh, wow!" It, listening instead of putting a judgment, and then let Zied make the jam. Yeah. And then y'all, this little cherub, this little sprite, <laughs> this little this little person that I like to call Poodle Hannah <laughs> is sitting on the other end of the table and just says. What's the biggest difference that you've seen in living in America? And that's when he talks about kissing in public. So Zia did bring it up. And then Hannah says something. She says, I've never met anybody from Tunisia or North Africa. She kind of like says, does know where, but she keeps smiling and asking questions. I have seen Jake Anthony do this literally (laughs) at dinner parties to other people's boyfriends. She wants to bang him. I swear to God, I can she, see in her eyes. Rebecca knows. Rebecca too. knows. Now, y'all, that Re- Re- Rebecca, Rebecca sensed it like that's th- that, that that thing on Star Trek, the original that was like, <laughs> she sensed it in her spine. She did, um, and she's she like, there's someone who's trying to get my dick. Someone's y'all. I have that too. When someone's trying to get my dick, I know about it. Because something Ham- happens in my body, I'm like. <laughs> y'all because that's what happens you don't understand when you're a when you're with dick riviera dick mm-hmm. other women and gay men know it oh they can yeah smell their they can smell the dick they know i smelled hannah through the screen <laughs> yeah yeah and so they she's just asking these questions she's just smiling they're talking about going chewing on her mouth because she doesn't want to go crazy it's like yeah they're um they're talking about turkey hunting and she's like, oh. I love turkey hunting. We can go turkey hunting. <laughs> Y'all, she reminds me of that woman from, uh, she reminds me of Gertie from uh, the musical Oklahoma. And even oh, if she right. go, oh, <laughs> I love turkey hunting, Zian. <laughs> um, and she's like, you know, I have, my family's got some trucks. I can help you with that. I can help you move. I can help you. And Zia and Rebecca went, gong, gong, gong. She's just over there. My nephew says after he saw the Croods volume two, da, 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 that he did 1,100 times. (laughs) Next to South Carolina allows. Does South Carolina allow CBD? Um, I'm going to have to take it. No, you're going to have to check your bags on the next flight. Kept doing it. I said, I said to my mother, I said, if he does that one more time, I don't know if I'll be able to handle it. So Rebecca says, she even says in her kind of confessional, she's like, this guy's way too focused on her age. And then they're way too focused on Zied. But then it makes Rebecca, then Rebecca starts thinking about her age. She's the oldest one there. She's the oldest one there. Their age. And now, and she said, like, Zied's a really nice guy. And And she went, Zied, do you know what she's asking you? Do you know what she's asking you? She's asking you if you, if you want to help her move. He's like, oh, oh, no. No, no, he waits a little. He's old. Okay. Okay. And then I love, I love y'all in any language, in any culture. There's that moment where men realize they're going to get fucked (laughs) and they in trouble, girl. And he went. Because then he does go. Oh, oh, 
Oh, oh. <laughs> I, no, no, that's not what I meant. Oh, that's not what I meant. He, he's like, she's, she's like, you're gonna let me. her help you move because she all again. No young girl is gonna offer to help you move unless they want to ride your dick, y'all. If I'm gonna, if I'm helping you move, oh, that you're the best dick I've ever had. Ever, I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah. If if you also if you order if you if you if I'm gonna help you move and you do not give me pizza, I'm leaving. That is the rule of moving. <laughs> Thank you. When you move and you move into your new place, you get pizza. And don't you buy me Papa John's. You call your need, local pizza place that you're in your new neighborhood and try their pizza. I'm going to need the good pizza that's like $25. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the Domino's. Actually, but Domino, Domino's to me is the best of the generic. Oh, yeah. Don't, There's a fondness. I sick with Papa John's. I it can't eat it because gross. the guy's terrible. I can't eat it anymore. Well, I, 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 of course. But, but Pizza Inn is a nostalgia that I I'll never Pizza forget. Inn. Speaking of nostalgia, this is really old. And I know I don't have time to watch this, but my dad was just, my dad's discovered Netflix now. And so he's able to like watch. <laughs> he's like, let, he says, turn it on to my movies. And that's what he calls turn Netflix. Turn on my movies. But he started watching Cobra Kai. I need, I want to that start show it. I just don't have time. So, I watched rave. like 10 minutes and, and I was like, I can't watch the rest of it. I don't have time. It is, I have to say, y'all, if you're stuck at home and you're watching, it is like as an 80s kid, I was like, oh my, like it made my heart move. I, I'm going to have to watch it. People rave. People say it's great. Um. So anyway, she basically tells Hannah, she's like, no, we're, we're fine. Thank you. Um. And, and Tiffany, uh, not Tiffany, um, uh, what's the Rebecca, Rebecca's daughter? Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah, there's um, Tiffany, and then Poodle Hannah. Uh, Tiffany says, um, you know, mom, she's trying to help you. She's trying to help you guys move. Why won't that work? She's like, he is a Muslim man. He cannot be alone with a single single woman. Um, yeah, and, and that's what she uses as an excuse. And I want to say too, y'all. I, I said think, earlier, I think if you young... probably have a problem with that too, though. I think you would. Yeah. I, 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 I do agree with Rebecca. I don't think Zied fully understood what she meant. No, and she told Zied later. She's like, women aren't the same here. Basically telling him, and I don't, I didn't like this at all. Basically telling him in no uncertain terms, women are going to try to fuck you. She did because... kind of make American women sound like that. Um, yep. Uh, she's not fully wrong. I know some of our own sissies who would be like, who would jump his bones. I want to, Oh yeah. I want to preface and say, (laughs) yeah, I said earlier, like a young woman wouldn't help you move. I don't want to say that wasn't because of his, I just want to preface. I just thought about this in my head. It's not because of sexist thing. Cause the woman can't help you move. I'm saying the same thing. If you're at a table and a young 20 year old guy straight or gay if anyone asked to help you move that's a they friend wanna, job y'all y'all if someone who a, doesn't yes someone who doesn't know you asked to help to offers to help you move they want to fuck you i agree with that so that's what i mean it's not a woman can't move i just want there's a lot want of people collateral to friend work to be done when you yes. help someone move and then you get to a point i'm going to say this to you sissies once you're over 30 you can't ask your friends to help you move anymore. Nope. Once you you're movers, 30, y'all. you hire movers. That's what you do. It's just part of being an adult. Do not ask your friends. Now, if you are, 
if life like if you're in this if you're in this fucking pandemic you've lost your jobs you have no money then yeah. of course or if you're moving ask, down the block or something like that or, but if you have the means to help you to help to hire movers then you hire movers if you don't then i'm not judging you you do what you can but yeah. you, know, you know if, if you y'all i'm just saying this real talk if you ever hire movers you will never not hire movers again yeah that's true You'll never not never. do it again. You will never you say, know. let's move ourselves this time. Never, nope. ever. Nope, nope, never. Never, 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 never. My mother, when she lived in Minnesota, up in Shoreview, Minnesota, by St. Paul, when she lived there for a job, they were trying to get stuff moved out and getting ready. And they just, they were trying to move stuff themselves because they were trying to save money. But they're like two people in their 60s. They shouldn't have been doing this. And I told her this. And it was a day before they had to be out. And my mother just sat on the floor and started crying because she said, Aww. this is not going to get done. And then all of a sudden, her whole neighborhood, like 30 of her neighbors in Minnesota, all came in her house and cleaned her house and moved my mother and her boyfriend. My mom said, I just saw wow. it for an hour. That's and she Minnesota said, nice. She said, and then I actually felt the Minnesota nice. And then they moved because she hated the winners. <laughs> um, that's all I have about them. Shall we move on? Um, but oh, I, I just want to say that. I love, I'm going to call this because it's going to come back. I'm calling what Rebecca, the way Rebecca acted is country jealous, y'all. Because that's the way we get, is, <laughs> that country, is, that is country jealous. jealous. You'll, country see, you'll jealous. see me get that at the club. Oh. Um, should we, I, have to, I have to run to the little girl's room. Before okay. Oh, you want a hula hoop on the beach, Ryan? On the beach? You want a hula hoop? You want, I can teach you how hula hoop. You go around a circle. You'll, you really get her voice. She kind of always talks body. She kind of has what we call a wine slur. She's a wine slur. Always. Y'all, this Stephanie, is Stephanie and Ryan. And Ryan. Stephanie um, and Ryan. Woo. When last we met, she had left her beloved cat, Cuckoo. Cuckoo. Y'all. Cuckoo is still with her. <laughs> she posted something of Cooper today. Cuckoo, Cuckoo, a- a.k.a. Cooper. Cuckoo's going to outlive us all, y'all. Cuckoo's what? still alive. <laughs> there are so many sex toys in this bedroom right now because her OnlyFans has... Blown up. The whole place smells like human growth hormone. <laughs> just, just And just cherry lube. <laughs> Y'all, Stephanie has her own OnlyFans. It's apparently blowing oh, you know, up. And one of our her, I mean, oh yeah, that's do fine. What you need to do. I still now, love. I still need to say the the listing. Some people said it was fake, but it's like no, I don't think a, it was. Pick you can do a video. Dil. Then there was one thing that says dildo video. Dildo so, video. But my favorite was dildo video with censorship. <laughs> With censorship. So I just see the big cartoon word censored across the dildo as it goes into her vagina. <laughs> Maybe. All I know is we don't post let those things in our Facebook group. Because no. Y'all, sex workers, content. people got to do it. You're going to make your money. That's their money to make. However, someone posted just that grab of what you could get. And someone said, I want to pay her $100 just to say Lady Bill Belize over and over so She'd I can get a good take. up. She'd say, oh. Lady Belize, Lady Belize, not never. My 27-year-old fiance from Ladyville Belize. She'd never so do dumb. it. She would never do it that way, unfortunately. They are hula hooping on the beach. 
And this is cute. That's her thing. She wants to hula hoop. She's I showing need, Ryan how to hula hoop. And it is it is cute, albeit weird. I need to ask you, because this this has bothered me from the moment I saw the hula hoop. I'm hoops. so scared what you're going to ask. Did she pack these hula hoops oh, in that bag? I thought this too. Yeah, she checked them. Or maybe the hula hoops fold up on themselves, but she probably checked them. Or are these guest hula hoops that... That are kept down in Belize. They look like professional hula hoops. She might have had them sent. Is there maybe, such a thing? Maybe she bought them on like Belize Amazon. <laughs> Belizean Amazon. I mean Amazon and Belize. I mean Amazon's everywhere. Amazon. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is there Amazon in China? Did you know? You, you Amazon does not deliver everywhere. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. <laughs> I wrote down, oh, we're hula hooping. Whilst you do with your 27-year-old fiancé. <laughs> Y'all, this is so weird. Weirdly, though, she's got it going, and and Ryan's having a hard time with it. And she does continually refer him refer to him as my 27-year-old fiancé, Ryan. Y'all on Believe her, because she's proud of that. Because on her OnlyFans too, she's like, "I'm a cougar who's ready to maneuver." You know and I think <laughs> wasn't ready for that last part. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it's disturbing. Cougar is ready to maneuver. So they are working on rebuilding their relationship after she told him in a fit of pique, "I." Invited Harris over, and I slept with your cousin Harris. He's yeah, like, I already knew about it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I knew about it. I forget. Harris you. forgive is dead you. She's like, well, then how come you haven't ramrodded me to oblivion? Getting my vagina. Because I'm ready else, for it. What else did I pay for? What else you, am I paying for? I need no. you to fuck me. I'm paying for you to fuck me. Obviously, it's so She's, fucking gross, y'all. Ugh. She's even like, even when she's like, they're like the hula hooping, and she's like, "Oh, you want to, you want to do a hula hoop with me? You're my number two. We'll do couples, couples hula hoop." And he's like, "Yeah, she's really good." And she's like, "Don't make me laugh. I piss my pants." And I was thought, <laughs> she's just, control issues. <laughs> she's just trashy. Um, uh, it's not even that. Uh, he then he talks about he. Ryan says, "I don't know much about, about Michigan. It's cold." And the country music concerts are off the hook. And I'm like saying, also, um, she's going to own everything where you are. And unless you're in Ann Arbor or Detroit, you're not going to feel like it's home at all. You're not going to feel like home at all because you're going to be the only person of color there. Yeah. I don't know about Grand Rapids. I don't know how, how diverse know. that city is. Uh, but I know rural Michigan, not so much. Um, So... They're going to ask him where he's from. Oh, we're idiots. We're idiots. I'm so glad I looked this up. Y'all, this is why we don't do fact. The five largest ethnic groups in Grand Rapids are white is 59%. Black uh, is 18.4%. Okay. So that's a, and white Hispanic is 8.3. Now I know that's probably different. That's, that's pretty high actually. Yeah. I mean, that's probably not anything like uh, Detroit, but you know. No. Real Rapids. Whereas, like in Detroit, seventy-seven percent of the population are yeah. black and ten percent are white. Yeah. So, um, yeah. um, so 
they're talking about um uh she's like what does your mom think of me and he and she's like well no she's she supports you and uh it's like well when she texted me to ask for money uh, I texted her back and said she didn't really say thank you to the point where I really liked it. And so, and then she blocked me. She didn't show her gratitude toward me. Didn't really like that. Cause when I give people money, I really need for them to tell me how much they need it. Well, she blocked him because she blocked her. The mom blocked her. The mom blocked her though, because she got mad at Ryan and said, do you want, you're going to have to give me all the money back. (laughs) Because, because, because she didn't thank her enough. No, well, no. Yeah. Yes. And so, but she was mad at Ryan and she doesn't even remember why she was. So there there were, you're conflating. She got upset at Ryan about something. She even said, I can't remember why I got mad at him. I was over something ridiculous. He probably lost one of his watches that was like $5 million. She's like, I'm trying to keep his family fed and keep a roof over their But she texted the mother about that, I think. And then the mother... So yeah. it was Ryan that she was saying, I'm going to, if you take away the money, da, da, da. It was gross. Again, y'all. And financial just, abuse. This financial is financial abuse. abuse. That's She's what basically this is. threatening his entire family's livelihood with him fucking her with that Belizean D. This is like the worst example of white American privilege. Oh, yeah. It's like not the worst. around Natalie, her money but, in Belize. But this is like what... This is what I think a lot of white people don't get this white. This is what Jake and I talk about when America, white Americans go to these other countries with this whole An expectation. white, white yeah. savior complex. You think you're helping and you don't even realize, like, I don't even want to say that this is a microaggression. I think this is a full on aggression. aggression. And, yeah. But a lot of, I just want to say y'all as white people, um, when you go into these situations, you feel like you can just help someone of color or make their life better just by giving them your money. Nope. There's a you're lot di- of you're disturbing the entire ecosystem of what's there. E- exactly. And I just think the, the, the best way, the best way you could help people of color is to work on your own, um, to wor- work on your own racist behavior that we all have on your own without asking them to educate you. Um, Stephanie's not going to do that. Stephanie, though. Stephanie's never going to read. Well, it's about her own personal. Yeah. Only she's never going to watch Emmanuel Acho. She's never going to read fucking only, Robin. What's her name? No, D'Angelo. She's not going to read Robin D'Angelo. <laughs> she's, she's not, not going to read Robin D'Angelo. Why fragile? I'm not fragile. Yeah. I'm not fragile. I'm, I'm strong. Strong. Did you see? I can hula hoop for two and four yeah. hours. Yes, I'm abstract. She's not going to read how to be an anti-racist. No, I'm not racist. No, I'm the farthest person from racist. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, uh, it's really. I guarantee this is really gross. I guarantee you. When she, um, because I've actually been with like black guys that say this kind of stuff to me during sex and it bothered me then and um i i didn't like it then and i wouldn't parlay into it but i bet she does like 
I bet even in sex, she talks about like, give me that black dick, black dick, yeah. chocolate. I bet she says those horrible, gross things. Yeah, she's almost just, like colonial so, sex. Yes, it's like yes, colonial sex. Yes, it's so fucking uh, gross. I want to die. Oh, uh, she's horrible. Um, so you she's got, good TV though. I'll give her that, oh but God. she's horrible. Uh, I will say, if it wasn't for that accent. I would have a hard time watching her. And that wine slur and that kind of benzos where she's moving her head around. Yeah, she is kind of and on benzos, Xanax, y'all. When the Xanax wears off, she falls asleep. Oh, yeah. And so she's like, I need an Adderall to make it to the I need an Adderall. <laughs> Great said Ambien. Hey, Ambien. Somebody make me some s'mores. <laughs> um, so she, they're, they're talking later about she's talking about how much he spent on her and later on they're like she's like well i think we have a great day at the beach today I oh i just want to whole say whole this is i'm sorry i have to go back because i forgot she says this when she does say to him on the pier she's like i don't have money coming out of my asshole i work hard i'm like <laughs> you're so said, trashy i don't shit money out of my asshole yeah she's so I don't shit money out of my asshole <laughs> y'all she like thinks that she's like this rich housewife and but y'all she is a perfect example of you can't it's very hard to rise above your raising no she's just trash she's absolute trash she really um, is. anyway i'm sorry go ahead i had to say so there ha- and ryan's have- oh wait i have another thing when she says that to him and she's like do you understand where i'm coming from that's when i knew it had to be over did you see ryan's face when he looked at her yeah like i can't stand you okay oh he's go just ahead. biding his time yeah, he's um, just by this time. So she does say, we still haven't been intimate. I still haven't gotten that D. So I'm going to sit here and drink this margarita by myself with this ridiculously <laughs> large wristband. And I'm um, going to drink and I'm going to uh, wonder who's Ryan fucking with. Because he's got to be given that D. Because I didn't get pummeled last night like a 1914 cannon. <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get pounded like a cube steak. Like so a cube she's, steak. She's giving it to somebody. Um. So anyway, she's basically, uh, they're, they're at dinner. She's in this ensemble that is like Rocky Horror plus Rolling Stones from hell. Um, it, describe the, this outfit, the, Poodle. Uh, there are lips on the shirt with like teeth, two teeth, and then a lips purse, and then like some kind of lips mask. No, it's a full on lips rhinestone mask. Yeah. And then one of my favorite, is Ryan was wearing his mask, and they sit down. She's like, Take your mask off. I don't want to stare at myself my all night. The whole time. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So. They sit down. Well, is it time? <laughs> I think we should go ahead and do it. No. Another episode of 90, sorry, Reality Gaze Theater. Suck it in, suck it in. Now, why couldn't you keep up with me? Because I kept up with you. We did it before. I was. It's just off, but I was with you. Oh, so you're saying when you heard me do it, it was off. Oh yeah, it was way off. Fine. Not, don't <laughs> you like were, to hear you that. were you were really behind. 
fuck off. <laughs> um, so, so, um, we come in, she's wearing the lips and I'll be playing the role of Stephanie. You'll be playing the role of I'll Ryan. I'll be playing the role of Ryan. Um, and y'all get ready because we're going to be talking about some psychics. And see. So you like what I'm wearing this evening? And you guys, no. I see you got your skulls on. Yeah, I thought, you know, baby, your your lips and I'm skull. Together we make romance. You know, we had such a good day today. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I need to ruin it yeah. now because that's what? my thing. You know, I got to ruin it. Whenever we're my having a day, good day, I'm going to ruin it. The weather's beautiful. It's no, just I need, a huge I need thunderstorm coming up. in. I need to fuck you up. Okay. It's not ominous at all, I guess. So I, guess I need it to is. tell you that my okay. psychic told me that, that you're going to leave me. Look, You're gonna find a look, woman in Ladyville. Will the, you the, work? This woman I've never met, huh? Babe, babe, yeah. babe, babe. Anyway. Psychics to us—that's the devil's work. That's devil's, devil's work. work. Yeah, devil. we don't. We we don't, don't believe know people know your future. We don't believe. We don't believe. It. Don't She's believe not even. She devil. doesn't even know me. She doesn't even know me. You know, I'm just. Uh, Maria's a very good psychic. She she told me that your mom is working against me and no, that no. you're and that you're going to be someone you work with Babe. and they're younger than me and you're she's pressuring you to have a baby. But, but how does she know? She doesn't know anything about my life. She's what, she a very can't... good psychic. I mean, I've seen the results. Ryan, my 27 year old fiance. Well, wait a minute. Is this the one who said before you met me when you banged that guy in the dessert aisle of 7-Eleven that they knew he would buy ranch Fritos afterwards and you, she was right? I mean, yeah, but there's so many other Okay, things. this could be true. I there's don't know. So many I don't know, but things. I'm still, you know what? I want to go to America. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to sleep with anybody else. You know what? You you know what? You always rock Baby, my boat. You I, always I've got a beautiful rock woman. My boat. I got a beautiful woman right here in front of me. Cause you know, experience. I see your lips, experience and I want to taste all your most. lips. All your lips, honey. You mean my lips downstairs? All of them, baby. All of them, baby. You know, I've got baby. like seven of them down there, baby. Let's you know. drink the wine and then get it. Fine, come on, let's go. Let's go do it. It's not you know like what? I want to make. I, I don't want to make I'm, babies I'm or anything. Late tonight. You know why you owe me? Because I kind of bought and paid for you. Well, that's uncomfortable. But it's, it's true. It's true it's, in my world. Well, I'm just saying, I want to, I want to knock you up tonight, but I know I can't because you've botoxed it. You know what? You gotta tighten it up where it needs to be. And, and see, <laughs> it got real dark. <laughs> it real did, dark. but that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. And she's like, you owe me? You owe me to pummel me? Yeah, that's gross. I paid for this because, y'all, that's called prostitution. Um. So then it says four hours later, 
He's screaming. He's leaving. She's like, you don't. Where are you going, Ryan? You can't take any of this. Don't you fucking lie to me. Don't you lie to me. And he walks Son out. Of a bitch. And she's like, are you afraid of me? And he's like, I've got a cab waiting. Bye, bitch. And then she sees her walking upstairs. She goes, oh, my fucking God. Are you kidding me? I could up and, and she tells him up and die, Ryan. She says really abusive stuff when she's angry. Uh, apparently, you guys, she calls Harris that same we night. See, we see next week, and I don't think this is, we learned this from Linda Antwee when she was you on know, the Melanated Way. How dare you talk about a spoiler after you no, shamed we learned, me? No, we learned that she calls Ryan. That's all I was going to say. There's more to the story, but that's all I was going to say. We learned in Linda, she talks. If you want to hear more of that spoiler, I was going to say go to that episode with Linda. But thanks for shaming me. Always. Um, that's all Rude. I've got. That's the that's show. That's the show, everybody. That's the show. You can go to realitygayspodcast.com to find all of our other shows. Uh, we're on Instagram at realitygayspodcast. Twitter, Twitter. realitygayspod. You can come at Poodle with those Civil War cameos. <laughs> I have like three to do. <laughs> Y'all, Poodle Boudreaux will write your, if you got a graduation <laughs> coming up, a birthday, she will write a Civil War letter just for you. It usually needs to talk about how I was buggered by you, though, somehow. Sure. So my my great, great, great grandmother was a slut. And I'm proud of it. And you're proud <laughs> of it. You're a slut. Your grandma's a slut. Everybody's a slut. Now, listen, if you uh, want to make us truly happy, if you could go on to Apple Podcasts, y'all, and leave a five-star review, and even, especially if you write something, if you've never done that, like, even if you're in the car, say, hey, Siri, remind me in two hours, leave a review for the gays, and then Siri will do that, and we'll appreciate that. Wait, does that, Siri will do that? I got to change that because I don't want to have a review of it. Yes, Siri, just, I just asked Siri to, I don't think you access Siri like you're supposed to, but also you bought a new phone a week ago and still haven't set it up. I'm waiting for my SIM card. <laughs> this is what happens when you have Spectrum for your phone carrier. <laughs> I'm going to switch to Mint Mobile. You do need to switch to Mint Mobile. All right, everybody. Y'all, that's Ryan Reynolds to send me a goddamn headshot. Dick pic, yes. Y'all. We call these people Lonely Hearts because, Poodle, aren't we all just the loneliest, lonely, lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yeah, Sean, if you need to give me a line up, you're going to come to me. We're going to go have a affair, do We're going to go do the dance of Zadako. Listen, la bon rule. Just call, call us. us. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.